it's hard because you might not see the end result right away. Um, You might be taking something off the calendar. You might be removing something big off of your plate. And what I like to call this is leaving room for the miracles. Hi, and welcome to the Girl Who Can podcast. I am so, so happy you're here. It's time for you to remember that you are the girl who is valuable, inspiring, and deserves to live in the confidence that is uniquely yours. Because my friend, you are the girl who can, but we're also not a place that expects or promises perfection because striving and hustling for the perfect looking life, one, doesn't exist, and two, will rob you of who you were created to be. So stick around and let me remind you of how to be the girl who can with who you already are. In this podcast, we have conversations that inspire you to be productive, stay rooted in purpose, but also learn how to embrace the imperfection that is just part of the journey and remember that you're not alone in that. So hi, I'm Arissa, registered dietitian by trade, but most importantly, your friend, and I've made it my mission to live and share with you the importance of working hard, but also resting well. So I invite you to be the girl who shows up for herself as we get into today's episode. Hey, everybody, welcome back or welcome to another episode of the podcast. It's another week. I hope y'all are having a fantastic one so far, or maybe it's a weekend and you're just enjoying what that's bringing for you, regardless of when you're listening to this. But it's another week. The month is flying by as usual. Crazy that we're heading into September wedding month for me. For those of you who are new here, I'm getting married in September. So super excited about that. I've been giving everybody just some updates at the beginning of the episode, but another week for the girls. Someone posted before when I have shared on my stories about the podcast that Wednesdays are for the women. And I appreciated that so much. I usually put I usually have been putting podcast episodes out on Wednesday, but I am completely aware that sometimes recently I have been putting a few episodes out on Friday or Thursday, Um, but majority of the time we are catching up on Wednesday. So today is a Wednesday. Wednesdays are for the women, but like I said, I'm getting married. So things are just busy in my corner. Um, I did a few calls earlier calling some vendors just to confirm some things. And one of the ladies that I was talking to, she was like, oh my goodness, it's coming up. Don't worry. It gets better. The stress will come up, come off uh, leading up to the day. And I'm like, honestly, I'm fine. Like it has been super fun. I've said this before on previous episodes, but it's just been super fun to plan a wedding. And maybe that's just the planner in me. I'm super grateful to have a supportive family, supportive friends who have made my engagement journey just amazing. And Tyler and I are not going to bicker or fight over what a napkin is. Actually, wedding planning has brought a lot more intentional conversation around like finances, our budget, because, you know, weddings are just so (laughs) expensive nowadays. But that's besides the point, more intentional conversations about finances, our roles in marriage, everything. It's been a really amazing time in my engagement and it's crazy. It's just all coming to the 
final piece of the puzzle, our wedding day in September. So really excited about that. But if you are listening to this on a Wednesday, midweek, how are we all feeling? Um, it was raining yesterday in Texas, which is crazy. If you are listening to this and you are also in Texas, you know how we desperately needed the rain. I was listening to the radio and I think they said we were 40 in day 45 without rain and the 22nd consecutive day above 100 degrees. So basically we were just roasting over here. The grass was dead. The plants were dying. My skin was cracked and dry. I need more moisturizer than usual. It was crazy. Nobody wanted to go outside. Even going to the pool was like, you didn't want to go. So we got some rain. It wasn't a lot. It was like a little sprinkle, but hey, I will take it. Prayers were answered. We were all praying for rain and we got some. I also got a deep tissue massage. So I am currently hurting. And in my deep tissue massage, um, I did cupping as well. And when I was getting the cupping done, he was telling me that there was a lot of condensation within the cup. This might be TMI, I don't know. But there was a lot of condensation within the cup, like water droplets. And he said, he said in his years of massage therapy practice, he has never seen so much condensation within a cup in one cupping session. And I was like, sir, I don't know if that's a compliment. So clearly I am hurting and I really should be prioritizing massages more often. But from my understanding, when there's a lot of condensation within the cup, not a good thing. There's a lot of heat and inflammation within my muscles. So don't know why I was sharing with you that story, but wanted to tell you if you are if your body is hurting, maybe this was a sign that you need to go schedule a massage and prioritize that. But this is also me probably preaching to the choir and I need to prioritize that myself, clearly. But not what I wanted to talk about today. Um, just like a little ramble chat in the beginning of the episode, catch you up on my life. But what I wanted to talk to you today about is transforming the way you work to get more results. And how this came about is I was, I'm constantly reflecting, I'm constantly learning about myself, but I know that I naturally am a hustler, meaning in my work. I constantly want to move, I want to take action, I want to grow. Um, and that's just how I'm kind of wired naturally. Like I said, I love planning a wedding because I'm naturally a planner. Um, and one of the reasons why I started the podcast as well is because I do enjoy working hard. I like being proactive. I like taking action, but a piece of the puzzle for me is sharing that and bringing people along with me and along the ride and along the journey. And that's exactly what the space is here for us to do together. But a reason why I started the podcast was because I wanted to share that side of things, but also remind each and every one of you to lean into the concept of rest, resting well. Because obviously, if you clicked on this podcast, you saw the name, The Girl Who Can, Increasing Women Productivity, all that drat jazz. You might also be wired naturally to be an action ta- taker and want to stay busy and want to feel fulfilled with the things you got going on and you want to invent, you want to be creative and innovative. And that's fantastic. But 
what I have realized about myself, which is what I want to also remind everybody of, is that there is a balance, a flow, if you will, if you want to call it that, where there are moments of spearheading and diligence and hardworking seasons. That's important, but that comes from knowing how to rest well. You can work hard, but you also know need to know how to rest well. And when I say rest, this is not in action. This is not laziness. This is not doing anything because it doesn't feel good or you don't feel like it. If you listen to my last episode, um, I talk a little bit about taking baby steps and how the 1% each day. And while I do think those things are important and the slowing down of things, kind of being realistic about your journey and your goals, those moments of rest um, and smaller steps really spearhead those bigger moments and seasons, if you will, of determination and really hard work, those big leaps. So, um, and also that those two things can look different for everybody. Like, a season of rest when I when I say that um, I'm I yes I just mentioned how yeah I can be like those little baby steps here and there but sometimes it does mean being still being still being quiet and that requires trust I'm not saying inaction but rest intentional slowing down taking things off of your plate that so then you can fill up your cup again. And for somebody who is naturally an action taker, naturally wants to do all of the things because you feel and you know that you're good at it, that is really hard to do because you have to trust that the balance and the flow, that stillness, that quiet, those quiet and restful seasons actually will lead to more in the long run. And again, they'll set you up for those bigger moments where you need to take bigger leaps. Think about like an, think about it like an athlete, uh, you know, someone who's participating in the Olympics, they don't practice gung-ho and destroy their bodies every single day. They have to recover. You have to let your body rest and recover so then you know how to show up. That athlete can show up to that race with energy and not fatigue. And the same thing applies to, to our work where we have to trust that that rest and that balance will ultimately lead to more and rejuvenation and pouring back into your creativity um, instead of the feeling, instead of you feeling like you constantly need to do more. So long story short, slow down. <laughs> and like I said, hard to do, especially when someone maybe like you and myself is naturally action oriented. And This concept I really started to be self-aware of in my own journey and lean into is when I moved to Texas about a little over a year ago, I was coming out of a season of just pure hustle. Like I was getting my master's degree. I originally was getting two master's degrees at the same time. I was trying to build an online e-commerce business through Amazon. I had a full-time job. I was also teaching indoor cycle um, at in the evenings and early, early in the mornings. I mean, just saying that is exhausting. And what's 
terrible (laughs) about all that. And on the surface level, like all of those things are good. All of those things would be praised, you know, by the world. Like, oh my gosh, you're doing such great things. How do you do it all? And honestly, I don't know how I did it all either. But what I realized coming out of that season or really just getting to a space within that season, like there was something else available to me, but it required letting go. It required taking a step back and because there was already so much I was doing, there was no room for anything else. I felt like there was something else available to me. I felt like there was more within my purpose and my calling and my gifts, but I couldn't even fathom what that could possibly be or looked like because I was so distracted with everything on my plate. So I had to lean into and trust and have faith within letting things go and being okay with stillness and being okay with a season of reflection when I moved here that kind of got placed on my lap a bit unintentionally. I came here to Texas with a job lined up, really with no time. I mean, still leaning into that whole hustle mode. It got kind of pulled out for me under the rug. So I was unintentionally placed in a season of rest. And this is where I really started to realize like, yeah, there's more for me, but it required removing of a lot of things, whether that was people, whether that was jobs, whether that was extracurriculars, I dropped one of the master's degrees. Like, I mean, and it was super scary because you don't get to see what the outcome is going to be. You're just only trusting and having faith in that more that will be provided to you. Um, And through that, what I realized is that for so long, I was attaching my value to my work and the results I would get within my work um, or how much work I was doing, how busy I was staying. And sometimes, honestly, I feel like I would just sometimes make up work to do to feel like I was fulfilling something, which is a waste of time. You know, now that I think about it, like I would stretch out my day to feel busy and do a million different things to feel a sense of purpose when I was putting my head down um, at night. And that's not fun. I remember being in a season where I loved saying, oh, I'm busy. Like someone would ask me like, oh, how are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm so busy. Like I viewed that as kind of a flex. And that is so mind boggling to me now. And so through moving here and reflection and being self-aware within the rest and being intentional about my rest, I had to start addressing internal narratives that I had. And that's what I really want to bring to light today to maybe encourage you to do self-work and introspection and address your internal narratives that you have around work and that you have around the definitions of success as well. So starting to challenge what we believe what work is, what success is, and that in and of itself, starting there, then you're able to know what your own version of rest and that flow and balance state actually looks like. Because I think we all know somebody or can think about somebody who works a lot less, but might get more results, right? 
And that person operates how that person and how that person operates might be so different than you. And that's okay. And they might define work different. They might define rest different. And that's kind of the beauty of it. And what I realized as well, because I remember being in that season of like hustling and I was reading all these books and seeing all these entrepreneurs and they were talking about the 5am club and you have to be up early and do a cold shower and get a workout in and do breath work and meditation. And oh my goodness, like I felt like if I wasn't doing that, I would not be successful. And what I realized in being in a state of flow and leaning into rest is that like, it's okay to sleep in a little bit. It's okay to also do all of those things, but it doesn't have to be so definitive. And I know I, you, and I, again, this goes back to like challenging my, my narratives. If I didn't wake up at 5 a.m., and sometimes these thoughts still come to me of like, oh, I didn't get up at 6 a.m. I feel like my day is behind and I the I start to spin into these narratives. And I'm like, you know what? It's okay. It's okay to have a slower morning. And it's also okay the next day to wake up early and maybe get in a workout if I feel like it. But I'm in the season of currently really taking slower mornings, letting my body wake up, having a breakfast within about an hour of waking, maybe going on a slow walk, reading my Bible, just having a slower morning. I don't know how I was like pounding pre-workout and going to the gym, lifting heavy weights, taking cold showers, trying to get in breath work, like all before 7am about two years ago. Just again, not, not saying any of that is bad, but it's okay if that doesn't work for you either. So it comes down to how you naturally operate and how you want to enter a bit of that flow state. And I think as well, it comes from you having trust within yourself and having the mentality that you are a hard worker. Again, you clicked on this podcast, you have a belief in yourself that you can do hard things. And I know that's why you're here and you feel like maybe there's a little bit more meant for yourself, but starting with that mentality, that narrative and that affirmation that you are a hard worker and you know, you're going to start taking action and what maybe your goals require do take hardworking action, but allowing that action to come in a way that will feel good as well is important and honoring the seasons when you need that space and stillness and quietness, not saying laziness, but really intentional rest. And this rest again, gets you ready for a season of working really hard and knocking off a lot of tasks on your to-do list. And essentially it's honoring your intuition and trusting that peace, that inner peace and knowing is huge. And again, it's hard because you might not see the end result right away. Um, You might be taking something off the calendar. You might be removing something big off of your plate. And what I like to call this is leaving room for the miracles. Because again, 
when I reflect back on that season where I was doing a million different things, I felt like there was a little bit more for me, but I couldn't even fathom where I could fit that in or what that would look like in my life. It's because I wasn't allowing room for the miracles and the God winks. I love calling these things God winks because when I started to take things off my plate, I was able to have a new lens for what God wanted to show me and provide for me within that season. Before I was distracted with a million different things and what the world told me was a productive or successful life. And I was constantly focused on um, what my future would be like instead of experiencing what the now was and what I could do with who I was um, within that season. So, and there were so many God winks that I am so grateful for that I was able to experience because I was able to lean into the rest and take things off my plate. And another concept here that has really helped shape this for me in regards to my work is understanding the difference between urgent and important. I think past me would have really prioritized the urgent things and not the important things. Now me is being flexible with the things that aren't urgent and making important tasks my priority. So identifying what those important tasks are, for me, it's being creative showing up to work in an intentional way. And how I do that is leave my mornings to be a little bit more flexible, how I mentioned before, and structure my day around my important things, whether it's getting some sort of movement in, prioritizing things with Tyler, um, and prioritizing maybe one task that is important to me for that day. And I'm not, when push comes to shove, like I will get it done. Like I'm talking a lot about like being flexible and all that stuff, but like if there are things that there are deadlines you have to get to, get them done. But you have to have trust that if it doesn't get done that day that you have set it on your calendar, that you will get it done. And it's not like you will get it done in a week, but you will get it done when push comes to shove and if you need um, those urgent things done immediately. But important tasks really are just your priorities and what you value and planning your day around that. And because of that, that can cause you to operate in more of a flow state and be creative and put more intention behind the task and get more done in less time, essentially. Um, And this is really breaking old patterns prioritizing the important versus the urgent. By doing this, this helps me break the narrative that I need to push myself to do things past my point of being my best self. And so now really my intention and focus for work has shifted to producing high quality work, not just more work. And ultimately at the end of the day, the people on the receiving end of that will appreciate that so much more from what I've experienced um, instead of just a bunch of distractions. And if you have a lot on your plate, you have a lot of urgent tasks and I'm, I'm not sitting here saying don't do it because it doesn't feel good. And I think this is where a lot of people can take this and run with it and say, well, I don't feel like doing that today. So I'm just not going to do it. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying that prioritize the important tasks within your day and make those your big rocks that you get to and have those urgent pieces kind of fill in the gaps um, versus trying to do 
everything all at once and force yourself to do them past the point of being your best self. And I think this is where we can get into, like, you don't have to do everything by yourself either. There is power in community. There is power in leaning on other people's skills because you are built unique to your own gifts and that is your strength. Other people have strengths that you can lean on. So delegate if you can, if you have a team, if you have friends, um, if you have kids. I mean, I know maybe there's some moms that listen to this podcast and seeing how you can incorporate your family within what you're doing. And that can also help take things off your plate to get rid of the distractions or quite frankly, like just take some things off your plate say that this isn't within your scope or this isn't within your strengths and there are more important things of priority that you can put your energy towards to produce higher quality work, Um, which again, the people on the receiving end of it will probably appreciate a lot more. An example of this is trying to record these episodes for you. Sometimes I sit down and I will plan like a, a podcast outline and I will sit there and be at a roadblock and I don't know what I'm going to say. I don't know an outline for it. Um, and before I would just push myself to feel like I need to do this now. And that frustration would almost again, push me past my best self just to get it done because I felt like I couldn't rest my head at the end of the day and feel a sense of value or purpose if I didn't get it done. Now I'm okay just walking away from that task and being flexible to say, okay, I will approach this with a a fresh slate tomorrow and giving myself a space to do that as well, but also understanding like where I do find my creativity It's not, maybe what I have found is I get my kind of creative downloads is when I'm out on a walk. So I will take my phone with me. I'll write up some notes, some podcast um, outlines that I want to talk about within the episode rather than forcing myself to do something at a certain time just because it was on my to-do list. So having fun, you know, within your flow of work is important. I enjoy going out on walks. I Um, We'll sometimes take a longer walk because I want to just like, yeah, be on my phone and um, make the podcast outline because that's where I I feel creative. But also I'll have Tyler come join me for the last half of the, the walk and make it fun. I have been starting to go to coffee shops because I have found I also feel a lot more productive and creative when I'm around other people when I work. So And it's kind of fun to like go to cute coffee shops. So I have been all over that recently, but have fun, have fun with your work. And that is important of giving you a sense of purpose as well, because yes, hard work is hard work, but hard work doesn't have to be so gung-ho, heads down, dedicated, sacrifice on the weekends, can't see your friends, can't see your family, can't see your significant other. Um, Yes, there are seasons to be in kind of spearhead moments, but it doesn't always have to feel lonely and really work should not consistently feel like that as well, because ultimately you're just pouring your pouring out versus pouring within yourself um, to then pour out to other people. So, and I say that from personal experience, I was definitely in a season where I was consistently pouring out to other people and I was burnt out. That's where, you know, 
we hear that so often, like I feel burnt out, I don't feel purpose. And so, and so really coming back to how you are leaning into, yes, working hard, but knowing how to rest well. Um, and again, stillness, resting is not laziness. We can be very intentional about it and it can lead you to be more productive than ever. And so that's all I have for you, my friends. I hope you took a little piece of information from this episode and please send it to a friend. We want to create more conversations like this and grow our community. So I would love it if you could take a screenshot of this, if you enjoyed it and post it on your Instagram story or wherever, send it to a friend and tag me at the girl who can podcast or at Arisa Lujano. Both of my handles are linked in the show notes. I love hearing from you. So also let me know who you are and we will be friends but I appreciate you so much. Again, if you have not already, leave a review for the podcast. If you enjoy this, it helps grow the community wherever platform you are listening to, but we will chat next Wednesday because Wednesdays are for the women and have a good rest of your week. Bye.